Welcome back to the Bench Podcast with your boys, George. Uh, to my left, you've got Ethan. Hello, hello, hello. It's uh, me. On the, on the, <laughs> on the bottom left, you've got uh, Alex King. What I say this? Uh, hello. <laughs> Is that City in Argentina, mate? Oh, I don't know. I just, it just came to my mind, so I said it. But hello, everyone. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm going to say this now. Let's get out of the way. This is one of two podcasts we recorded. We did originally record um, a podcast episode about um, Barcelona and Lionel Messi destroying the club, but the Aussie got messed up. So we did a second podcast. Yeah, blame Ethan. His, his internet wasn't very good at the time. <laughs> the audio kept cutting out and... Uh, Obviously, it'll be a bit later to the podcast coming out by the time you receive this, but you, you, you'll get a podcast this week, hopefully, if all goes yeah. well. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this one. And um, timely to um, when this when this has been recorded, it's going to be about, well, as a Liverpool fan, it's one that's going to be hard for me to get through, but I will do it for the podcast. I'll do it for all you lot at home. And uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a problem for Liverpool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, on a bit of a poor run of form. I mean, obviously we won two before, because we, we were originally going to record this before um, while Liverpool hadn't won a game in the new year. But we did win two on the bounce, which I which I thought would uh, get us back like on track. But it seems, um, yeah, with the Brighton loss uh, yesterday, uh, mm. it's becoming a bit of an issue. And uh, obviously we're going to have a talk about it. See what maybe where Liverpool went wrong and how they can improve. Well, Benny, before you before we start into the conversation. I think we should talk about something that's been going on behind the scenes of the, the bench podcast about let's say um a potential guest, a potential fourth person. Yeah yeah. So we've been having a lot of conversations about having um about improving the podcast as you've seen with the new logo, the new um header on the YouTube channel. Um, we're finding ways to um, improve the podcast. And we had a thought that in the future, maybe, um, or the recent future, depending on who gets back to us, we're going to be looking at getting some guests from people who just watch the podcast. Um, probably start off with appearing on a few podcast episodes, doing like, debates against us a lot. And, and if we like you, and if you fit into the mould of us three, um, we might put you as a, as a potential guest or potential fourth person. If you don't like it, we'll never get a message to you. <laughs> <laughs> Based on like an X Factor audition at this point, like, look, obviously, I'm the Simon Cowell here. You've got Ethan as the Louis Walsh, and then that King is obviously the Danny Minogue type figure. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> um, just some quick news that's just come through um, Chelsea are winning against Spurs 1 0. Okay. We began well, with the time the podcast. But it's only podcast is out. Because they've only played about 35 minutes. So I've just checked. Yeah, the but score. Kiki, by the time the podcast is out, the game will be done. Oh yeah. Well Oh yeah. Well, oh here we go. But yeah, if you're interested on appearing onto the bench podcast, um all of our um social medias will be in the description below. Or so if you know us personally, you can direct message us on, us on exactly. Instagram or whatever, whatever social medias you've got, really. So, so yeah. 
We'll see what happens on in the near future. on Tinder. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, boys, girls, if you've got an opinion on football, um, we don't mind. And we, we are aiming for people around our age, between the ages of maybe like 19 and from 24, let's say, around our age group. So it fits in like um, where people's lives are at that moment. So, Well, if you are older, you could come on like as a guest appearance, maybe like if you're yeah, interested. Yeah. So don't think that you can't message us because we're open to or is it, know, or suggestions, is it suggestions from anyone, really. If if you have a knowledge of football or like, if if you're known in the world of football, like a famous player or coach, then just to get onto us right now because we need a guest desperately for proper football. Yeah, guest. and uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, I would like to get Graham Ward on, but yes, yeah, so. whatever. No one on me and you and like Ethan and a couple of but, well, but one one guest I would have mind I've been on the podcast is um Graham Potter <laughs> after what? his his masterclass performance against the ball club. I was wondering who you were on about it. I was like, who the hell's Graham Potter? <laughs> I thought he was the manager. The old king, yeah. oh, no. Anyway, I guess his masterclass against Liverpool Football Club. Bringing it back, great segue. So, Benny, do you want to speak about that game a bit in detail? How it went? Well, I'd your your opinion on the I mean, game? I mean, I'd rather not, but obviously because 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 we're doing a podcast, I'm gonna have to. Um, it's the, the game. Going to the game, I was I was thinking obviously because we, we were before to, before the Brighton game, we'd won our last two against um, Tottenham and West Ham, and I was thinking, oh, we, we might have turned a corner during our poor in a form. So obviously, obviously, before that time, we were on a bit of a poor stretch of games. We'd lost our home and beaten run to Burnley. Uh, lost, lost. We drew to teams like West Brom, Newcastle, and yeah, Southampton as well. But it's not out the cup. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. To Man United, and uh, well, obviously, I thought we turned a corner. Obviously, based on the two wins we had had in the past, obviously the last two games, but. Um, it's been Brighton was a, a pretty poor result and a poor performance. If I'm going to be honest with you, um, it was. I think a lot of I, I've said this a lot of lot of this season. I know obviously some people may not agree with me on this, but it's my opinion at the end of the day. I feel that the injuries that we've been having affected that result yesterday. Bearing in mind of who who we've missed like the past like past few months or so. Um, Obviously, players aren't going to perform as well say a backup player because the, 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 the team keeps being changed constantly. Obviously, with the new songs that have come in recently, so it's going to be more of a change. Obviously, we, we bought new, two new defenders in the transfer window, just gone, and uh, it's it's. I can, I'm, I'm annoyed at the, the performances, but I can kind of see where it might be an issue for us at the moment. And I don't know what you two think. Obviously, as outsiders, but you know, I think. Do you want me to get first yeah, even yeah. I think, because obviously, I mean, you know, obviously as a Man United fan, but I do try and watch other games of football because, oh, yeah. you know, obviously just to broader range, broader range of like, things we can talk about on the podcast and just helps mm, you with football yeah. knowledge. Um, I do watch quite a few Liverpool games, to be honest with you. If I'd say at, at a part of Man United, Liverpool, Wolves, or any other big games or any team, but I do like to watch teams that are Mainly in and around where Man United are, maybe in the league, just as like a reference. Or even watch, I watch any game really, so if I've got the time. But I've watched Liverpool over the last year and a half, and you know, I remember last season how 
consistent they were. I mean, obviously they dropped a bit when they won the title, but that's going to happen, obviously. But um, you know, I saw them in. I've seen them in some games this season. I watched them against Leicester, and they've been three 0 And Leicester in really good form at the time. And Liverpool were on that run where they just started to break a good gap to the top of the top teams, like four or five points clear. And I thought, here we go. Even without the injuries, even with Van Dijk and Gomez and other injuries, I thought they're going to run away with it again. Because at the time, City were playing poorly. United were starting to creep up, but I still had my doubts. I still have my doubts now. But um, but what's happened in this last six weeks? I think six Liverpool beat Palace seven 0 I saw that game and I thought, right, for me that's a clear indication for me Liverpool are going to win this league. Not as run away with like I did last year, but I think they're going to like win it. But then yeah, yeah, I'll get it's that, just I'll get like it's just been since then. You know, drew to West Brom, they drew to Fulham, they've you know lost to drew to United, they've lost to United, they've lost to Brighton, Burnley. You know, they've been on a bad run of form and obviously struggled to score goals. And then obviously the goals came back in the last couple of games. And I thought to myself after the last two games, I thought, yeah, Liverpool are going to be, I think it's going to be sitting Liverpool, maybe United battling out. But I was very surprised by last night. I was very surprised. And I still believed they would beat Brighton. But Brighton, for me, for a good 90, for the good time it was 0 0 with a better side. And Liverpool only really started to play. At nil nil, and I do agree with George, and I do agree with the fans that if Liverpool had a fully fit squad, I think they would be very close to, to best, City. Me, for me, the bare minimum we'd be, we'd at least be challenging City. Obviously, the, the, the De Bruyne is going to be out, I think, for the Liverpool match on Sunday. Aguero's had his injury issues too, and but other than that, really, they've had a more or less a fit squad all season. Um, anyway, you've back to you've had like two your main centre halves out. Obviously, you've signed two new ones now. You've got Kabak and Davis. Obviously, I mean, the, I mean, the, the main problem is you've got a, a good centre back in Joel Matip, but the problem is he needs to go in the summer because he's, he's clearly not ready enough to play a constant first team football. I agree. I agree. Navigator, he's got very good potential. I mean, some of the goals he was scoring end of last season, and I thought he's going to be good this season. He's been poor. I think Origi needs to go. I think he's. Oh yeah, he's doing it. He, he's had his time. Minamino, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised they sent him out on loan, but maybe they could have kept him for depth. I don't know, but I think he's not good enough to cut it for Liverpool. I might be wrong, but mm. I just think Liverpool really need a good window this this year where they sign up, get rid of the deadwood, kind of like Man United have done in January. Really, we, apart, I know it's still got a couple of players that I don't rate, but we've got rid of a few players that aren't good. But maybe Liverpool need to do that and just clear some players out. I mean, to be fair, Liverpool's dead wood is a lot better than Man United. Like, Matip's a good player, but on his day, if you if I had to pick between him and Joe Gomez, I'd probably say Matip's probably a better defender because I think he's got more of an aerial ability. I think he's probably stronger than Gomez. Gomez is obviously quicker and probably better at passing, but I think if you had like a corner in an attacking situation, you've got Van Dijk and Matip, you know, difficult to defend against. And Matip scored a good few headers for Liverpool. So, but I think with Kabak, I think, you know, well, I remember, remember me and Ethan and you played FIFA last year and I'll say, look, he's a future star card and I raved on about him. But I think, you know, Klopp will obviously know Bundesliga well because obviously he's been in the Bundesliga and obviously I think his transfer strategy of getting players from the Bundesliga I think will be good for him because, you know, I think Kabak should play. I think he should play against City personally on Sunday. I think they need a solid... I think they need a centre-half. 
they need a proper centre half in, not someone like Reese. If Reese Williams, if Reese Williams plays on Sunday, I think he could be a bit of a battering. But well, I, from what I've from what I've heard about Reese Williams, it seems that for, I've I've heard some news. That I think he's going to be sent back down to the under twenty threes because I, I think. Um, he seems he seems a bit overawed by the experience of being in the first team. He obviously needs to get back and maybe just get his confidence back and build up. But I think the reason why I, I think I, I agree with you. I think we should have either one of Davis or Quebec playing on um, against Man City on Sunday. Personally, Quebec. We need, not just for the defensive side, but we need back in midfield. Because Is Fabinho injured. Yeah he's, yeah, he's he's injured as well. But it's it's a case of like we need our midfielders to be back where they're, where they're now best, like where they know how to play. Henderson's obviously going to be better in a number eight role, playing passes out wide to Robertson or Trent, or looking for a lot like, over the top ball to maybe get Salah or Firmino on the end of it or Mane. And his his attributes aren't being used properly in defence. I mean, he's done a fairly decent job in defence, if I'm being honest. But he's needed more in midfield for the way the way oh. that he plays the game. I mean, he played the defence against West Ham and Spurs, and he won the game. So he's clearly well, you done. I know, but it's it. This I is it suit more in midfield. I think. This, oh yeah, but, but this gets it. into my opinion on it. Like, your people, are, people are saying at the moment, oh, the reason why Liverpool's um not doing so well at the moment is the defence. The defence, defence, defence. We've had we've had extra injuries with um our defenders. But I'm looking at all of these games here. Let's start from January. Or let, let's start from um, when you beat Crystal Palace 7 now. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not scoring goals. You, you're, not, you're not scoring goals. You've got West Brom 1-1. Newcastle 0-0. Southampton 1-0. Um, we're not counting Villa because it was their under-18s. United 0-0. Burnley 1-0. Man United 3-2. Spurs 3-1. West Ham 3-1 and Brighton 1-0. They've scored eight goals, which is not... We started, we started to score no. the last few weeks. That's yeah, but... Yeah, but, strikers. yeah, but no. Um, if you're going to compare to... So, a massive um, stat I saw the other day, sorry to bring it to United. Man United now, the um, after the after, after we beat um, Southampton 9, we're now the top scorers of, um, of the Premier League. We'll put aren't scoring enough goals. And for me, it goes down to their, the forwards having really poor form at the moment. Um, for me, has been out of form um, for a while now. Marne has been out, out of form since... I remember last season, we'll talk about Marne, how Marne had a different form. And for me, it's been... You say that Manuel... I know Manuel are the top goal scorers now. But you've got to remember... I'm not talking about United. I'm just putting it as a record. Well, Liverpool are the top scorers. They got 43 goals of a poor. So yeah, no. Salah, Salah, Salah. I, everyone says Salah had a poor season, but he's, he's still the top scorer in the Premier League. He's, yeah, he's, yes, I know, I know. But I'm saying from the games that that have um, since that seven nil, you're not scoring enough goals. Oh yeah, everyone. I think everyone. You can't put that down to your defense. Not, not, no, but the thing is that people think the defense—it's supposed to be the attack. But if you look at it, you look at what, what you're missing in defense for Van Dijk. Van Dijk is, is is known for his passing ability, and that that. The thing is, though, the, I mean, nothing are... sets off. Go on. Go. Go. No, but the, the way the way the way it is, um, it, it's set the way Van Dijk plays, and the, and, the, oh, and to, to a lesser extent, the way Joe Gomez plays. 
they it allows them to sit back and play passes over the top to say players like Robertson, Trent, to put balls into the box for Marne Salafamino. Oh, George, the way the way the way it is, the way it is. You miss a lot when those sorts of players are missing because ability and passing ability. Okay. I remember, I remember a podcast episode when we first started the podcast. I said Liverpool are a fancy long ball team, um, a long ball team, and you two absolutely slighted me for calling Liverpool Football Club um, a long ball, a long ball team. Yeah, because they're not. They're not. They don't. They are no. They don't. No. They don't constantly hoof it up the pitch. Like no, the they are. No, you, you, need to, you need to. You need to change your thinking about how you think a long ball team is. Liverpool, um, they start from the back with players like the reason why Liverpool are so effective is because on their day, um, regardless of injuries, and we'll talk about injuries um, later. We got you got Allison, who's only bought in. Because of his ability with his feet and playing out of the back, you got Van Dijk and no, Gomez. No, that's no, that's not, not true. No, that's not true. true. He, 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 he he Hang on, you look, you look what we had before Ethan. We had Loris Carius who couldn't even. Say, who couldn't say I'm not saying. Okay, I rephrase what. I, 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 I rephrase. I rephrase. No, I rephrase what I said. No, I rephrase what I said. One of Allison's best attributes is how he plays out the back. Yes or no. Yes, but he's but. The, the, yes, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he's a bad goalkeeper. I'm not saying he's a bad he's goalkeeper. He's the best He could even catch a cold. He could even catch COVID. I know, I know. I'm saying you, you no, you're not listening to me. Allison, Allison is the best goalkeeper in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, he was bought in because of his overall footballing ability, being able to pass, play, play out from the back, and his goalkeeping ability. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The main reason, the main reason he was bought in, is due to, um, is being able to play out from the back. Yes or no? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It's because a much better. It's a much better goalkeeper than Carrick. Yes, I know. But you say one of the main reasons was because how he can play out from the back. If he couldn't play out from the back, if he couldn't play out from the back, if he couldn't play out from the back, would he be Liverpool's goalkeeper? Yes or no? Well, no, yeah, obviously not. Exactly, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like nowadays, but anyway. That's, that's, that's the point I was trying to make. Oh, carry on. So you got, so you got Alisson. So you got Alisson. You got um, Van Dijk and Gomez, who, um, for me, out of the league, you are probably the best um, playing out from the back um, with long balls and everything. And then you got Trent and Robertson with their crossing ability, getting further up the pitch. Um, and Henderson... Um, Ethan, their long range passing. Ethan, stepping to the. I mean, comes up from a, a deeper area as exactly. Van Dyke can play out from the back and play long balls. Joe Gomez can. Oh yes, he can. Joe yes, Gomez can. can. Yes, he can. He's nowhere near as good as Van Dyke. Yeah, of course he's not. Why are we comparing? Why are we comparing players to each other? Why are we comparing players to each other? Both players can play out from the back better than Gomez at that. Yes, he is. Of course, he is. We're not saying he isn't. I'm saying he's not. Gomez is a crap at I'm playing out from the back. He's nowhere near as good as Van Dyke. Of it? course, he isn't. Ethan, at the end, King, at the end of the day, Gomez is a better partner for Van Dyke than Joel Matip. End of story. Yes, right, exactly. On. And that's been there for a long time now. Right. So, so your team, carry on. Your team is built um, to spray those long balls out to the wing. 
um, out to the wing, so um, your forwards are higher um, up the pitch. So you two slated me for saying that Liverpool are a long ball team because they are. They foul from the back and they don't play. They don't play in the midfield. They're not a possession based team. The, the, um, the, they get the ball from the back and they, they hit you with the long balls out to the forwards. Well, it's not, it's not as simple as that, to be fair. It, it, oh, yeah, football's not simple, Bennett, but if I'm going to simplify it, it's what you Trenton Robertson can play those crosses into the box, but what I have noticed is that they do seem to pass more inwards as well, looking for maybe, say, like, obviously now we've got Thiago, they can look for Thiago to maybe have a shot on goal, maybe have, maybe have to play another pass across. And same with, like, say, Wijnaldum, who's been in that position as well. But obviously, once it, it seems likely that he's going to be leaving and Henderson will probably step into there and have Fabinho back. Once, once everyone's fit and firing and when, when like, all the players who leave will leave. But, yeah. For me, I think... Um, I remember saying it last um, last January um, when, um, when Liverpool were bringing people in and I said... Liverpool, when we first started the podcast, I said, the problem for Liverpool, and we're talking about, like, you are, and the people who watch the pod or listen, watch or listen to the podcast, um, won't know this, but um, we talk a lot on, on um, the WhatsApp group chat about football. It's, 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 really, it's really, really heated. And I... I said, I said last season, um, last season in January when we first started it, the problem is for Liverpool is having um, depth in their squads, enough depth in their squads. So if one person goes out for it due to injury, um, they can just they can just um, interchange through it easy, and it won't make a difference. I look at Man City. Man City last season, they felt that last season because they're having exactly the same problem as you as you had in this season. It prevented us from like prevented us from doing that sort of thing. Like, yes, I know. But you you should have, as a football club, like and I, and I bring this forward now. You bought Davis in Quebec in the last um day of the transfer window. Why weren't these two players bought in at the start? When you knew you had your defensive um, problems, there weren't though. And got no. You know we're gonna have these defensive problems in August or September. No, at the start of January. Ethan, Ethan, you say they had defensive problems, right? They conceded one against Burnley, which was a penalty. They no, okay, no, no, Liverpool. Okay, let's go to the injuries now. So currently, injury-wise, um. Van Dyke's um, got a crucial ligament injury. I'll, tell you what, okay, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll shorten it for you. Van Dyke out for the season. Gomez out for no, the season. Not. Matip out for the season. Jota's been, been out for two months. Fabinho's been out for the last, last two games. You've had... Um, Henson's had his injury issues. Trent's been out. Uh, we've had... Who else have we had out? Salah's had COVID. I think Marnay's had COVID. Uh, Thiago's no. been injured and had COVID. Uh, that's 10 players who have been missing uh, this season. Bennett, Van Dyke might be back by the end of the season. He'll be back by April, no, and, that, and that's not, not enough. No, he, he's been registered in the uh, in the uh, for, for, end, for the end of the season, but um, but he's been he's in the squad registration, but it's only if it's a miracle. If he okay, so he will be, I, he I guarantee, I guarantee, Van Dyke will be back by the end. He won't. He won't. He, he, he won't. Why would? Why would? Too late. Why would you? Why would you rush him? What he's had a crucial ligament injury. Why would you rush him back into the side? I bet you. Neither way, but by that time, it 
can you buy that, Tommy? It's going to be too late. I bet you by May he's back. That's the end of the season. It's too late, no, it's not. June, June is. Well, anyway, go on. Carry I on. bet you he's back. Okay, so we whatever. Should, It'd be too late. When he's back, I'll make it a point on the podcast. Whatever. <laughs> okay, right. I've, lost, I've lost my kind of thought now. What was I talking about? Oh, I was say oh yeah. That. Okay, so you, you, you've you known. So you say in M, M, they've been out for ages. So why would they brought at the start of January? Davis and Quebec. We, I remember speaking up by January last year, you were interested in Quebec. And yeah. Davis, Davis was, I didn't see that coming. But what, why would they brought in at the start of January when you knew you had these defensive problems? And I'll tell you the reason why. Um, the reason why they had the because they thought Matty was going to come back. That's one centre back. They were hoping. I know that, but I think what they were assuming was I think they were hoping that Reese Williams would, would kick on a bit more and maybe become maybe. Like, well, that's not good. I, you need, you need I think. I, I think. I think the whole point of, of what they were going for with with Reese Williams. I think he's going to be given supposed to be given quite a big role. Um, if if all had gone well, it, it'd have been probably like fourth choice defender. But the way things have gone, obviously, with obviously Gomez van Dijk being injured early on, it ended, up, it ended up just being him and Matip. Matip had on and off injuries at one point until it, it's come to this point now where Matip's now... He's now Matip's always had a problem with, with injuries. No, but I know that, but like it, 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 but it, it, it's been more prevalent this season because obviously last season we, we had Gomez and van Dijk who, who basically were fit for the whole season. And, and, and obviously... We didn't really rely too much on Joel Matip. But he, when he came in, he did good service. But now both Van Dijk and Gomez are out. Matip, um, they've been pushing Matip to try and stay fit because he's our only other senior centre-back. And obviously, at the same time, they're trying to get Reese Williams to get, to get used to the system, trying to... Because I, I honestly, I, I genuinely... Because Nat Phillips was going to be sold. That was that was, that was was always the consensus with him. He, he, he's a championship-level defender at best. He tries as hard as he can. That's fair play to him. But I don't think he's, he's Liverpool quality. With Reese Williams, I think he's only like nine. He's still all right. He, he's, he's, not, he's not Liverpool quality, Kingy. But oh, no, if you're going to be seen as a, if 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 Liverpool are going to be seen as one of the top clubs, they need to be ruthless. Oh, I, I agree with Liverpool that. Liverpool yeah. aren't ruthless enough. I'm sorry, they're not. The way I'm seeing it is obviously Nat Phillips was going to be sold, and then obviously Reese Williams was going to come in and become maybe that fourth centre back and, and basically just learn on the job. But it seems obviously Reese Williams has been he's been pushed into the to the deep end quite a lot this season because of the fact obviously with the injuries he, he doesn't seem ready to, to step up as of yet and I I think he'll probably go out on loan and maybe see if he can get life maybe just getting used to playing not high end football because bearing in mind he was out on loan in Kidderminster at Kidderminster Harriers last season they were mm-hmm. Vanarama North that's not normal oh yes the non league but yeah ex- that, that's what that's what I mean but anyway. That's that's why I think we left it as late as we did. Well, I don't agree with it because I, I, I do think we should have been a lot quicker with, with how we got defenders in. That I, I can see maybe what they were thinking, but I don't agree with it at the end of the day. And at least we've got the defenders in there at least. And we, we can maybe try and fix things. My um the way, the point I'm trying to make is and um, I think I think a lot of people um, including you two when I want to say this, Liverpool need to start um, having a, a bigger club mentality. For me, they don't have a big club mentality. I, I, I see. I see with the fans that the fans are like they're saying. I, I see some Liverpool fans saying, "Ah, oh, 
Um, I'm happy with, I must say all Liverpool fans are saying this, but uh, we've had our title win now. We've, we've, um, we've had our title win now. I I'm not fussed about not winning the champion and not winning the, the Premier League anymore. Now, and I think that's so wrong. I don't. I. 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 I have not. If I'm going to be honest with you, then I have not seen anyone say that from any. I've other. seen some. I've seen some Liverpool fans say that. Not, I, 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 I don't think they're proper Liverpool fans. And if that's the case, and that's quite a controversial thing to say, but they're not proper Liverpool fans. They're they're happy. There's some Liverpool. There's some Liverpool fans know, out there that are happy. Um. That they're, they're happy that they've, in their lifetime, they've seen a title win. And they're I, content with that, and that's for me. That's wrong. Well, well, look, I, I think that's completely wrong, and I've I've not seen anything that, that would indicate that at all. Like, I, from what I've seen on like, on say Twitter or or other like social medias, Liverpool fans are hurting during this period of the way that we've been playing, and I, I I agree with you. We need to be more ruthless, and I think I, I, if I I have some players in mind that I'd probably get rid of straight away. Divock Origi, he's been hang, he's been hanging on since the Champions League run. Obviously, he'll, he'll be remembered for the goals that he scored against Barcelona and Tottenham, Everton, etc. But I think it's time it's time for him to just clear off. I, I, obviously, I'm, I'm not. It's it's a bit harsh, but obviously, you, you are right in the case. We do need to be a bit more ruthless in transfers. So, like Origi needs to leave. I think Oxide Chamberlain's it needs to go too. He's He's had bright spot, like bright moments in his time at Liverpool, but I just think he's he's too injury prone, and the fact that he, I just get the impression he seems to care more about like I don't know, like playing up for the cameras or like maybe he doesn't seem to take it as seriously as say Jordan Henderson or Van Dyke or someone like that who who does care a lot about the club, and then obviously you come down to John Matip and Naby Keita. While they are great players, you can't rely on them to stay fit. I mean. Naby Keita has been injured more times than me in my entire life, mate. I've 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 had less injuries than Joel Matip, and like and, and Naby Keita, and it's it's a shame because they, I think they've got a lot. Of, like Matip's done a good service for us. I think Naby Keita has has done well in in fits and starts as well, but I just think that they're just too injury prone to rely on really. And then what the last one? I'm the last one I'd think of considering selling. I'm not. I'm still. It's hard for me because I do really like this player, and that's Roberto Firmino. I, I honestly, I, I will. I remember Bobby Firmino because he's a brilliant player. He, he he has he has done brilliant stuff for Liverpool in the past, but the way that he's been the last few weeks, and I, I, there's been a few there's a few times maybe last season where he he seemed to drop off a bit, and I just feel maybe we, we could do with a, a, like a like a typical but, number number nine striker, like someone like, like a Haaland, for example. But Bennett, this and this this goes into a mentality sort of thing. You're saying to get rid of these players. You shouldn't be getting rid of these players. You should be um upgrading these players and then these players drop down to the bench. Like I don't I'm not saying Man United are I, I will come to you, Kingy, in a bit. I, I see that you're waiting, but um I don't I'm not saying Man United are the best um club in the league because they're far from it. We're too inconsistent. But I look at Man City and, and Man United and, and um, you need to look at what these two clubs are doing. Um, they don't they don't get rid of the players and, and sell them on. They upgrade on the players, and then the players that are starting to be a club, they turn into bench players, and then those bench players, when you need them, uh, in times of injuries or 
poor form, they come on. And like I see people, I saw I see people when we signed Van der Beek, for example, saying, "Oh, why did you sign Van der Beek?" We signed Van der Beek because um, when when Bruno's out, like when Bruno's out of form or when Pogba's out of form, we've got a player who who last season was banging goals and assists for Ajax for fun, and we've got yeah, a top quality. It's the Dutch league. Ethan, yeah, I know, but. I'm sure. I'm sure Van der Beek didn't want to go to Man United to sit on the bench. I'm sure but, he wanted but, to start games. But I'm not saying. I'm not saying he did. But um, it's a mental. It's a mentality thing. City, City. So João Cancelo, but they had Kyle Walker in. Um, City signed. City signed. Um, um, Bernardo Silva, Mares. When they had Bernardo Silva. That um that they upgrade. They have on their bench they've got quality. On their bench, you know, the so thing is the thing is the city. I don't even think they've got some very good players, but I don't think their teams. They've got a very good team, but I think some of the players in that team they look good because some of the players they play with. Well, yeah, but like, but any 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 city player that's on their squad can walk into any other side. I think. Even if it's on the bench or starting, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know about that so much. So you're saying you say, you're saying you'd have any other city player to start on your bench? Me? What the starting eleven? You mean? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by city player? What are, 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 are you currently on the bench now, or, or <sighs> in starting eleven? Okay, so let's 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 go to the last city then. As reference. Well, for example, I wouldn't have Benjamin Mendy over Andy Robertson, or I wouldn't have. Yes, but I wouldn't have Cancelo. Over yeah, I know, but so if Trent, for me, I think I don't know if we will agree with this, but Trent is not um um he's not playing to um the way Trent normally plays um to his like highest. He's been out of been out of sport. So really, why are you playing? The reason you're playing your players when they're out of form. Is because you're not you got no one putting pressure on them. Like I look at Luke Shaw for Man United. Luke Shaw's having the, his best season for Man United. Do you know why? Because he brought Alex Tellez, who who can put pressure on him. There's no Liverpool player on their first team eleven who's got someone at the back of them saying, "Oh, I need to perform here." There's no Liverpool but player. Then he, but then once again, this 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 is all heavily down to injuries because from what from what the way I see it is if. I know, and I keep going back to it, but I, th- I think it's very important. If Gomez and Van Dijk weren't out for the whole season, you would see Trenton and Robertson being rotated a lot more. So we brought to Shimmy with who? Cass for, with, for who with who though? With who though? Shimmy Cass and Nico Williams. He, you're saying you're saying I'm sorry, Nico Williams to Shimmy Cass isn't good enough for me. Um, well, they, haven't, they haven't played. They, they haven't yes. been able to play because. They've been, they've been injury issues and not, yeah, but you're saying you're saying are you saying that Tishimikas and Nico Williams are um so if you're gonna if you're gonna put it on a one to ten, you think Andy Robertson and oh. Trent are tens. Are you saying that Tishimikas and Nico Williams are eight or sevens? I don't know because we've barely seen them play. For me, they're not because <laughs> you've not you've, you've not even seen them play. Like Shimmy Cass has played two games. Nico Williams played about three or four, maybe five. One on the bench. One on the bench. Why is, why is Shimikas on the bench then? 
Because he, he Andy Robertson's Robertson starting. But he's not yeah, replacing Newcastle no. Robertson, is he? Yeah, but they're out of form. No, they're not. Robertson's been okay. Yes, they are. He's been okay. He's been. He's been okay. Listen, listen, listen. That then you then you come back to Van, uh, Van Dijk and Gomez being out. You can't be changing the defence around that much because it ultimately it just causes like issues for the goalkeeper because yeah, the, the goalkeeper. Me, the goalkeeper. Hang on, Alison. Alison's got more of a difficult like job trying to trying to find out how how to shimmy Castle or Nico Williams plays. It has put on put it onto the fact that there's no Van Dijk or Gomez. So he, why he, do you? Have a harder time trying to like trying to play the way that they play because it's yeah, not know. well they play. I know and I, and I appreciate what you're talking about, but the problem too is many changes. Yeah, I know if there's too many changes, but okay, that means there's no escape then. Because you're playing you're either playing with um a back four that's not um that's not um experienced and it's you're always chopping and changing, or you're playing at a, a back four. Or a team that's out of four. Which one do you want? What do you mean? You well, don't win. If you had it, well, well, okay. So if, if you had Van Dijk and Gomez back there, you'd be more likely. To, you're more likely to say change the fullbacks on a regular basis because obviously to rest them because the, the fullbacks are the hardest working members of our team. I'd say yeah. they, do, they yeah. do a lot more running than most than most of them. So that obviously they're they're going to be more fatigued compared to say I don't know maybe the strikers or or in in the midfield for example. So if because we're missing Gomez and Van Dijk now we we, we and obviously we're putting in like a makeshift back four where you got Jordan Henderson or Fabinho playing centre back with Matip or with, with sorry with uh, Phillips or or uh, Williams. It's it's they're not playing to their strengths. If you, if you keep chop, chopping and changing the sides. You've got to just keep some sort of similarity. You can't keep changing everything. And this is yeah, no, I'm but for example. yeah, no, I, I, no, I do understand that. But my point was, um, there's no settled but, team. Yeah, I know that there's that, that, that. I think what we need to settle down with is you will never have a settled team because you, when for me, injuries aside, when a player's out of form, they deserve to be dropped. Not, not, not to, not to, you can't sacrifice team shape either. If, if yeah, I know, but too much, you're gonna be even more. Pro- yeah, I know, but I'm not, I'm not talking about the injuries. I'm talking about Trent and Robertson have not are, are out of four. We can all agree with that the out of four. I don't think Robertson is, but I, I, I see what you, I see what is, you're Trent. Is, Robert, Robertson, is Robertson playing Robertson. to? Is Robertson playing to this ability he normally plays at? Yes or no? Playing well, more, more. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I, not. I, I, I don't think Trent is. So I agree with you on Trent. Trent's been poor the last few weeks. He, he did all right against Tottenham and um and West Ham, but I, I, other than other than those two games, yeah, I think he has been quite poor. I just, I, I just really, I just really think that um, some something needs to change here, and I think a part of it needs to like still carry on because Liverpool. There should be a good enough side to um to keep pressure on Man United and Liverpool. But I, I, next I, I, next transfer window is gonna be a big one. Got, I, I still think we'll get top four. That, that, I don't think top four is an issue. Are you? But in, in it's terms of maybe trying to catch up with City, maybe try to like, like, like close the gap on everyone else. I think that might be if, if we don't maybe if we don't try and gel Quebec and like Phil and um Davis in quickly enough, then it might be a bit more of an issue. And that's why I'm thinking if 
we should maybe just try and go for the Champions League. We'll obviously, try and get obviously get top four Bennett, first. Bennett, I'm, I'm sorry. If we can. I'm sorry. Like, can you can you back me up here? When you when you sack off the Premier League, you drop. I remember when. I'm not, you, I don't, you, I don't you mean sack it. it off, but like, yeah, but you're saying focus. You're saying focus on on the Champions League. If you so when when. Um, it's February now. It's Champions League season. Yeah. Um, it, when you've got a game, so when you say focus on a league on um, the Champions League and um, the league, mm. you would be if you have a game on a um, let's say a Saturday, and you're playing on the Tuesday. On the Saturday, you're saying you would to save people for the Champions League game. You play a weakened side, and a weakened Liverpool side is. Because going back to the depth and everything is weak. But then, then I'm I'm hoping by that point we'll have maybe Jota. Jota should be back soon. That'll give that'll that'll give maybe a bit of rotation for for the front three. Maybe maybe they're feeling a bit fatigued as well. Maybe because they've, they've been playing more or less week in week out. Except for that, Mane's been out recently. But other than that, it's it's been the front three more or less, bar a few rotations. But obviously, it gives them more. Obviously, because you got Jota, it had a great start to this season. It, it gives, it, it gives the front three also maybe something to think about. Maybe all oh, uh, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of competition here, a lot, lot of good competition. Which, which is which is which is which is a good thing for us, I'd say. You've got obviously Fabinho's yet to come back. Obviously, he, he has a few. He has a little. Uh, he's had a bit of an issue. Once he gets back into midfield, if if you can get him back there, or, or either if, if one of Fabinho Henderson could get back in the midfield, I think things might. Might be a bit more positive from us, I think personally. But will it be too late by then? Well, we'll have to see. What we it's, it's football. Who knows what will happen? Mm. Okay, so probably to close off in a conversation that well, I will we've just been speaking. Quickly, yeah, yeah. Um, I've just actually seen something on BBC Sport that Liverpool versus Leipzig. Liverpool might just be put through three um, 0 anyway because apparently Germany aren't letting Leipzig. Aren't in Liverpool travel to Germany because of all the COVID restrictions. Okay. So if they can't find an agreement, then Liverpool might just be going as three 0 winners. Wow. Well, so it depends we'll where they can. I'll give the obviously if that was the case, they could just do it at a neutral arena, maybe somewhere mm. like where COVID's not as prevalent, and then they just. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think the game will be played, but if they can't find oh, yeah, an agreement, agree. then you're through. So obviously, but I mean, Leipzig will be a tough test. Oh, well, because they they'll play... be, they're a decent side. I mean, they've got some good players, but you know, I mean, we're weaker team than what they were last season. But I, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, they yeah, lost I, think, I think they, I think you will beat them, but because I think I know, I, I know we got knocked out. I know we got knocked out to them, but that's because we were shite. And secondly, well, we always come back in ten minutes and into three all. So I think lots of goal beat. If they're a good side. I think you might struggle to beat them away, but I think at home, I think you should beat them pretty pretty comfortably. We'll but, see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, go on, Ethan. But like, I think a last point to probably end up on, like the conversation we've, we've been definitely talking about. Who do you think Liverpool are missing more, Van Dijk or Jota? Because Van Dijk, Van Dijk is the best centre back in the world. Um, but Jota had a really good start to um his Liverpool campaign, and I think I think Jota would be starting in front of Firmino. And you'd be scoring more goals if Jota was in the team. Yeah, I I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I, the way the way that uh, Firmino has been playing recently, yeah, I, I, 
you would be more likely to play uh, Jota either up front, or you'd you'd put maybe one of Salah or Mane in the centre and, and move Jota out wide, and then um, with Van, see Van also Van Dijk offers not just obviously his his defensive nows. You've got his leadership as well. He'd be good at organising the defence, obviously further up, and maybe bring back some of the midfield as well. Because not only do you bring back, obviously, Van Dijk, you also push one of Henderson or Fabinho into midfield, which makes a big, a big difference. Mm. So, I, I'd say, I don't know, I'd say they're both even. I'm still on the fence on this, because they're both... Who is this? I'm... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm liberal, mate. I'm... No, it's Van Dijk. It's Van, for me, it's Van Dijk. Like, Van Dijk would transform that team because I think he's got leadership qualities. And I think Liverpool, even if if they had, if Van Dijk came back into the team, I think a lot of those games that Liverpool have struggled to win, don't get me wrong, I don't think they would have won all of them, but I think they would have won maybe one, two. Because you've also got to remember as well, Van Dijk is good as an aerial presence going forward at corners, set pieces. He can get you a goal. Yeah, but no, you say that. You say that. I'm sure Van Dijk scored like four goals last season from set pieces. He's not like he's scored double figures. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, okay. The way way I'd separate it is, okay, I might figure out a way to separate it. If we can maybe get Jota back, we can maybe play in a similar way to how we did um, a couple of years back when we got to the final, the the Champions League final against Real Madrid in um, Kiev. Maybe play some sort of way to that because obviously we didn't have Van Dijk back then, and maybe we could get away with with, with maybe outscoring teams instead of maybe just trying. To and this is what I was going to talk about. Um, I'd take that for what how, how we're playing right now. This yeah, is what Van I was going Dijk. to talk about um, because he wasn't I, there then. I don't have the the statistics of back then. I remember when City had their defensive problems, and they were still um, beating teams because they they were winning games four two. 5-3. They were still leaking goals at the back, but they were outscoring teams. And I think what that's, that's what Liverpool need to do at the moment. They need to just go a yeah. bit further and, and start outscoring teams. Yeah, and like, you'd be yeah. winning those like 4-3s or 3-2s. You can see in loads because you've been defensively vulnerable. But you need yeah. to score... For me, you need to score more goals. And that's why, that's why I'd say Jot is more of a mix because... At, at the start of the season, you you were flying because Jota was scoring, but you were leaking goals and like your defensive problems weren't that bad for me. And it's what I've been consistent with. Your problem is goal scoring. Your, your forwards aren't aren't performing um, as much as they should be. And I think we should end it there. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Oh yeah. I. I, I... For the most part, I totally agree with that, yeah. But it's it's just trying to find the right balance, really. What, what, yeah, it is about balance. It is about balance. And I can, can agree with you there. Yeah, how can we, how think, can we balance it out? I still think Liverpool's worst finish, for me, I think the worst who finishes fourth. I think, personally, I think he'll probably finish either second or third. Okay, so let's let, sum it up. To sum up, starting with Kingy, where do you think Liverpool finish in... Um, Oh, you're still in the FA Cup, aren't you? No, I got knocked out. we knocked him out. Oh, yeah, we knocked him out. Sorry. So, Champions League, um, Premier League. Where do you think they'll finish in the Champions League? Where do you think they'll finish in the Premier League? I think Champions League, they'll get to quarter final. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. 
No, no, I'll go semi-final actually. I'll go semi-final. Okay. Um, yeah. And Premier League. I'm gonna go joint second, but I think I'll finish third. I think you'll finish third on like goal difference. Is that I, think you, I think you, I think you, I think you're still with the league. I think United will finish second, but I think it'd be close to Liverpool. I mean, it could go either way, but I think United might just do it on goal difference personally. But I still think Liverpool will be. I still think I think you've got City or the League by about eight to ten points, and I think you've got United Liverpool will be like very very close to each other, and I think you've got like the battle like for four between like. Leicester, West Ham, Everton, Chelsea, Spurs, maybe Arsenal, possibly. Yeah. Bennett, what do you think? I agree. I think we'll probably get quarters for Champions League. And I'd say, I'd say, I'd say I agree with third, to be fair. Like, I think, obviously, it's, it's, ideally, it's not what we want because we, obviously we, we, we wanted to defend our title in a better way. But with, with how the season's gone, I just feel, I just feel if we can get as long as we get top four this season, I, I, I think we'll be in a good position to carry on where we left off basically. Third's then, a good third's a good finish. It's not a bad season, but obviously compared to what we had last season, where we literally walked away with the league. Oh yeah, but you could argue you could argue the only reason you walked away with the league last season because the likes of City, United, Leicester, Chelsea, they were poor. <sighs> Well, yeah, you could say that, but then you're you going to take into account how well we did that season. You can't. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you weren't. You, you were bad. I'm saying the reason why that was such a big point difference because everyone else is poor. You, you can only play. You can only play against those teams m twice. Everyone else. Every, everyone else. Their point difference is due to how they play against everyone else. But I just feel that compared to what everyone had last last season, I don't think. If, if you look at our injuries, though, if, from 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 that point of view, we, we've got the most unluckiest Premier League champions of all, like defending champions of all time, compared to compared to previous ones. That I don't think anyone anyone else had that sort. City of, had City had the same problems when they defended it. Not as not as bad as ours. The, the, okay, you could Laporte, argue they did. Laporte, Laporte was in that. Okay, Laporte was injured. Constantly. Laporte Laporte was out for the season. De Bruyne was out for most of the season. Company what, had, had his company. Got no, De Bruyne. Him. No, De Bruyne. De Bruyne, De Bruyne, De Bruyne wasn't. He wasn't that. He wasn't out for that long. He was. He was out for a long time. De Bruyne. Was. De Bruyne, De Bruyne played a lot. Okay, whatever then. Aguero, 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 Aguero has had his injury problems. Um, company had his injury problems. Yeah, he'd gone by then. Company had gone. I'm saying when when City defended the title. Not, last season. The, the, company gone. I'm not talking about last season. No, but that's what I'm comparing it to. I'm comparing that, that that's what I'm comparing it you're to. Compare, so you're comparing you're compare yeah, but okay, I'm comparing it to when when teams defended their league title. But you know defending the league title last season. Exactly. They haven't doesn't won matter. the title once. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. We need to No, but that was that it's team at that, that time, but anyway. That's for me we have another podcast. For me, I think um Liverpool we talk about Liverpool. Um, either choosing the Champions League or the Premier League. I can see them focus on the Champions League. And for me, they'll get into the maybe the quarterfinals, semi-finals of the Champions League. And for me, because of that, I think they'll probably drop down to um just to four due to dropping dropping off. No, we won't finish fourth. 
because I think I think Leicester and the likes of Leicester and Man United will prioritise the league. And oh, go on, Leicester, you've got you've got your own to go as well. You got to you got to try and balance. You you have to try and balance out at some point if you want to try and get. No, Leicester. Man United, Man United, Bennett, we're not you. Man United have got depth. No, the, Man United got depth in the squads. Oh, and bro, so that's. I'm not one about Leicester, really. I'm, okay, fair enough. Then. I'm pretty sure Brendan Rodgers would love to get Europa League. The way that man, I don't think, I don't think Brendan right. Rodgers is going to prioritise the champ, right. the Europa League. I don't, right. yeah. I don't Leicester, know Leicester will don't not know. finish ahead of Liverpool. They might get top four, we'll but they will not finish ahead of Liverpool. The reason why is because they're too inconsistent. They got poor. At the end of the day, it, it is it is my opinion. I, but we'll see. I know. We'll see. I know it's your opinion, but Ethan, Leicester's are very inconsistent. Yes, so so Liverpool. You you forget. You forget. No, you forget. No, to finish it off, you forget. Liverpool are fourth at the moment. Two, Leicester are two points on Liverpool. But Leicester won't. Look what happened last season. Leicester were 12 points in the Man United and the bottle. We'll see. I guess we'll see. But um, all I'm saying is if Liverpool Liverpool choose to, all I'm saying is if Liverpool choose to prioritise. Um, the Champions League over the Premier League, they will drop off a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but the anyway. thing is, I'll, I'll take fourth of the Champions League. Oh, that would be. Yes, anyway, it's not a bad position. That's enough, mate. Imagine if you won it though. But anyway, that's enough. We've argued enough to try and end the podcast, and we're all going to just. But yeah, calm down. Another good discussion. Here. It was very good. Yeah, guys, you know what to do. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'll do it. I'm gone. I'm gone. gone. I'll say, you know what to do. Jeez. Like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Tell us your comments in below. Where do you think Liverpool will finish um, towards the end of the season? And Bennett, I'll let you give it, give it a close. I was going to say, I was going to end it, but I, 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 yeah, it gets to the comments. Obviously, also as well, obviously, what do you think Liverpool maybe, who, who do they miss more, Jota or Van Dijk? Oh, yeah. As, as well, make sure you, you put that in as well. But anyway, thanks for watching, guys, and it's a goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Ethan. Goodbye. It's goodbye mm. from Alex King. I think the missing Ragnar Fabian. Goodbye. <laughs> See you maybe, guys. Maybe, yeah. See you later. Good evening, everybody. A pleasure and a privilege, as always, to be at Anfield, where we are hoping for another miracle like Istanbul. Shakiri in his own half, holds it square towards Matin.